Is this thing on? Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I welcome you to episode 23 of the Bocce Bros Podcast. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her. And we're back. Welcome to episode 23, guys. We really appreciate you tuning in. I am your co-host, Chris Lovell, and today I'm joined by my fellow bocce bro, Dante Lovell. We also have two special guests for you. One is a dear friend of ours, Mike Pizzuto. He's the current vice president of the Columbus Italian Club down here in Columbus, Ohio. He also is part owner of EDV International Wine and Spirits. Uh, We have a little video coming out about that, so stay tuned. Our main guest today is Lou Fatica. Lou is the current vice president of Club Molasani, located in Wycliffe, Ohio. He also runs the Club Molasani Invitational Bocce Tournament, which is at the end of this month. Many consider it, I would say all consider it, the first major of the year, guys. It's a great one. It's not just a bocce tournament either. They're going to have live entertainment Friday, Saturday, as well as Sunday, and they have a pasta dinner at the end of the tournament as well on Sunday, so you don't want to miss that. If you're around, please join us. For the first few minutes of this episode, guys, Dante, myself, and Mike, we touch on some of the previous tournaments that occurred, the past winners. We talk about the match between Danny Cthulhu and I, and a little bit more. I would say it only runs about six to eight minutes. Uh, And then after that, we bring Lou in, and we have a wonderful conversation. As always, guys, for all of your bocce needs, including apparel, tournament information, please visit thebocchebros.com and follow us on all social media platforms at thebocchebros. Without further ado, guys, let's start this show. All right, fellas, I'm here with Dante Lovell and our one of our special guests today, Mikey Pizzuto. Hey, how you hey, doing? Hey, pretty good, pretty good. Mikey. How you doing? Thank Man, you. Mikey is a wonderful host. We He just made us some pasta, some homemade sausage. And uh, you'll have to take a keep an eye on the Bocce Bros social medias. We have a very, very special <laughs> video with Mike. It's about it's going to be it's it's like Italians in cars playing bocce, yeah. not not uh, comedians in cars getting coffee, but Italians in cars playing bocce. You should sell that to Netflix. Yeah, well, we're going to try. One we're, thing we're, we're trying to do with our YouTube and social media in general, just create some new content for you guys. So take a look out for that. We have some special videos coming out, so that'll be good. Without doubt. 100%. But after that, Mikey made us an espresso decaf because it's 1130 <laughs> uh, at night. And school night. It's a school night. <laughs> some homemade limoncello. Two uh, bottles of uh, EDV wine. Enjoy Dolce Vita. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. But Mike, uh, real quick, this limoncello here. You just told us a little story. Where'd you get these lemons? Yeah, I, I probably did something stupid, but, um, I mean, it made for really good limoncello. Um, I got a call. Uh, someone said they had a friend that was able to import some lemons from the Amalfi Coast. Perfect. You know, or like crazy. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You got a lemon guy? <laughs> I got a lemon guy. Got a lemon guy. All right, guy. All right. Hey, I don't. So I reached out to this lady, and uh, then a couple weeks later, I had a box at my door with five, ten pounds of, of Amalfi Coast lemons, and they were literally <laughs> just Coast? like... And they're big, too. They're li- yeah. Like, legit from Italy, Amalfi Coast? They're, yeah, literally. Lemons? Like, they're like yeah, mini footballs. Yeah. Life- I mean, ju- I don't... The shipping cost more than the lemons. So <laughs> there's that saying, when life gives you lemons, but there's yeah, what's yeah. the saying, when life gives you Italian lemons... You make limoncello. <laughs> and the box was super discreet, too. I mean, it had, like, a packing slip, you know, from Italy. And didn't say that it was in the box. <laughs> it just says, how you doing on it? 
Nobody yeah. moves, no one gets hurt. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> well, hey, we have a lot of exciting things to talk about on this episode. We have a great guest, Lou Fatika. But before we dive into all that, we figure we just chat it up a little bit, maybe recap some of the amazing tournaments. If you listen, last episode, we had Chris Federico on from Wycliffe INA. Uh, they had their memorial tournament. So shout out to the winners of that tournament. We got Jimmy Paisano, Danny Paisano, Luna Sarah, and Tim Wilson, a PA Youngstown team, IMBS. That was fun to watch. That was a lot of fun. I mean, we played in that tournament. We uh, we had a good time. We played some side games. Yeah, I mean, especially the championship. So Chris uh, Federico, shout out to him and the Wycliffe guys for throwing a great tournament. Uh, I especially enjoyed the uh, the ladder that the guys had to climb that to was, reach the championship mm-hmm. belt. Yeah. That was fun. 100%. 100%. A good addition, 100%. Especially Salute. these guys winning it. Their, the their perfect. personality the perfect, perfect for, perfect for, it. for yeah, it. Yeah, perfect, 100%. Uh, and then we have the IMBS second annual Roger Mangieri Memorial Doubles. Shout out to Matt Taylor and Rob Stewart. Stu, they came out in first place for that. Those guys are hot. Hey, the PA is hot. We'll get into that 100%. Uh, June 4th, we had the 11th annual Michele Fazano, three-person, three-ball. That's Sons of Italy, Ashtabula, Ohio. We had our guy, Russ Maraglio. Our boy. Ron Dog, Ron Rear, and Renato Patetti. I might be saying that name, last name wrong. Apologies. Uh, following that tournament, we have the June 9th through 12th. Shout-out to Lockport, New York. Mike Seraph, our guy, Short Street Bocce Club Super Doubles. We had Bill Barnett and Russ Johnson, two ambassadors of the tournament, tournament excuse me, uh, of the game. We met them over in New York for the ambassador uh, events. Shout out to those guys. And then to round it off, another PA win, guys. Another one. Cascade three-person. Braden Mc, uh, Micheletti helped through that tournament at Cascade Park. We had Rob Stewart, Matt Murphy, and Matt Taylor, all champions. So shout out to all those teams. Congratulations. Shout out to you guys. Uh, but we have we have many more terms to come. This is just the beginning, I think, this of the it. summer. I mean, this is the circuit. It's taken off, man. We have a very special one. That's what we're going to talk about today with our special guest, Lou Fatika, the Club Molosani Charities mm-hmm. Invitational Tournament. Mm-hmm. That is the start of the uh, majors, as they call it here in the Bocce major, community. The major that. Major uh, key yeah. alert. And then from there, I'm I mean, look, July, Dante. Dude, you're look, we're looking at our way. I'm looking at the bocchebros.com at all upcoming tournaments right now. Look, July 7 through 10, IMBS. We have July 9th, the Papa Joe's Ladies. You're a lady playing this tournament. Why mm. not? July 10th, Short Street Bocce Club. You're in New York. Drive on down to Lockport. Why not? The best tournament in Ohio in the summer. Uh, that's debatable, right? We're just from there. Yeah, so Mount Carmel Festival, Youngstown, Ohio. We know it's on the same date as Rome. Guess what? Mount Carmel is first. Just kidding, Rome. Relax. They were first. <laughs> just, just saying, all right? And then you got also got the same week in the World Series of Bocce. So just a lot of tournaments. And how could you forget? You can't forget. My, one of our favorite tournaments. The 30th, by far. the 30th anniversary, right, Chris? Yeah, 30th annual John Anthony Chipolo tournament, the JAC at the <sighs> one and only Alta House. I got goosebumps. Little Italy, dude. Little Italy <laughs> is so freaking fun. Be, I mean, I can't wait for Chipolo to be on that microphone. <laughs> A late, uh, you know what's funny? He uh, might have you guys beat. So did you know? 100%. Oh, I, I, I was, oh he's, he's 100% I will say he texted me. He texted me the other day uh, a little salty because um, what was that video you shot of me? We were in uh, in Dublin after the golf tournament, uh-huh. and I was watching that live video. Yeah. And I said, ladies and gentlemen, you know, like Brayden Micheletti, yeah. Ming. And I was we like, didn't I, shout him out. I, I, but but I, he I was, know that's well, what you were doing. You
imitation is the biggest form of flattery. Flattery. Hold on, I need to pull it up. But uh, I feel like if anyone watched that that knows here, Northeast Ohio bocce, they would know that that's what here, you were doing. Here, here you go. He said, "Going live from all tonight, since it seems people are stealing my style." <laughs> and then he, I said, "Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery that mediocrity can pay to greatness." Yeah, one hundred percent. And that's and he hundred percent. And I just I put a bow down uh, <laughs> gift from there because I hundred percent am shouting him out. He's the man. Yeah, that's our definitely. guy. So July, like I said, is huge. Is it, what else have we got in July? We have the Feral Italian Home. I played there last year with a mixed team. Carmen, Carmen's dad. Um, and I'm blanking on the fourth. Sorry. Oh, uh, Pat Durkin. Uh, that place is amazing. Three courts. Uh, looking forward to that in PA. And then shout out to our Rhode Island guys. They've been nothing but love all over there. Sal, uh, John, all of them. Uh, but July, I mean, this is it. This is the beginning of uh, the, the mountain. Yeah, there's something I wanted to add, but now I'm freaking blanking. But, hey. yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's exactly it, Tay. We got a long, I mean, we're not even going to talk about August. We'll talk about that at a later time, but. This is the start of uh, the bocce season, so it's going to be a good one. We could talk about my loss this weekend. So, yeah, you guys had a uh, – we had a big tracksuit party. If you caught some of our live entertainment on Instagram, you might be wondering, what the heck are these, are guys, these guys doing? doing? What are they wearing? Yeah. So uh, last year um, – actually, this started – long story short, my guys back home, we started a, a, a tracksuit party during Christmas. We call it the Paisano Boys Party, where we basically, it's a reunion of all of our high school doing? guys. <laughs> so I wanted to bring that to our Columbus Italian Club. So I threw a tracksuit party last year. This year, we were pretty busy. My buddy's like, hey, I'm doing a diaper party, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, perfect. We're also doing a tracksuit party with it. So we had a tracksuit party at the Columbus Italian Club, and we knew there's a lot of bocce players that were going to be there. You guys didn't pour me a shot. Um, there, we knew that there was a lot of bocce players that are going to be there. So I hit up Danny Cotulo in our group chat, and I challenged him to a match. And I was like, hey, Danny, me and you, 1v1, let's go. So I thought it'd be fun, throw it on social media. Maybe we could get some eyes on it, get some bets going. Uh, so I called it the match. <laughs> I'm a, I feel like I'm a pretty good one-on-one -on -one player. I'd say I'm probably better one-on-one -on -one than in, in the four-man at the moment. But... Uh, uh, I was pretty confident, but, you know, Anthony, or excuse me, Danny had a, uh, a wonderful game. It was 15-11, and I'll be honest, he let some points out there for me, and, and I was able to make it somewhat close. I, I just stunk. So uh, shout out to Danny. He beat me. Fair and square. 100%. I'm not going to make excuses. I just got to get in the gym and do better. Yeah. So Back that is at what it. it is. But Dante, I he, had a, he, he looked yeah, go ahead. I had to avenge, avenge you know, me. It was in the back of my mind all day, right? So, like, <laughs> I saw him, and Chris, you know, he beat me. Chris beat me in the king of the court. He ended up winning undefeated, right? So, like, I saw Danny take down my brother, and I was like, all right. And just the confidence we have, like, no, no, no matter what, no one's better than me, right? So then I end up playing Danny in, like, a three-on-three -three game, and I was probably the worst player I've ever seen in the world. I would never want to play with me at that game. And Danny even said, he's like, wow, you, you're throwing pretty bad this game. I said, yeah, but, like, you play me one-on-one, -on -one, I'll beat your ass right now, right? And that's what I said to him. I did not beat his ass. He beat my ass the whole game up and down. It was 14-9, 14-11. Then I, I slowly crawled back to 14-13. to And I have to say, I, I mean, he was there. We hugged each We embraced each other after this moment. It was 14-13 to 15. And the only way I can, I can maybe get a point is if I volo at this point. I had two balls left. He had one ball. He had point. Everything was blocking. So he walks down the court. He's talking to the people on the side, and I could hear it. We played through the pouring rain. Chris has pictures of it. We were drenched. Oh, we, yeah, weren't yeah, yeah, yeah. we weren't leaving this game. We, we, we had to play it. 
So he starts talking to the people that weren't playing. He's like, if he hits this shot, this is one of the most amazing shots that, you know, we'll see in bocce, right? So I, I hear it as I'm about to shoot, you know, and I'm sure he meant for me to hear that. 100%. So, yeah, so I throw it in the air, and I just know right away it's clean. Picks it off clean, cleans it out. He has to roll in, which he does because Danny is Danny. He's a hell of a roller, hell of a shooter. And he rolls right in. I had to go for the push out for two, and I end up getting it. 15 to 14, edge him out. So I avenge Chris. Yeah, that's nice, my boy. Nice. Shout out, Tay. Um, but, but more importantly, that, and Danny and I were about to play with each other at IMBS, um, but more importantly, it was the Cthulhu versus Lovell matchup. Yeah. I want to oh, talk about You know what? I think brother that's what. That was, Brothers. that's the real match. Nice. I think that's what, like I wrote, I was on a high after that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I wrote that into the Danny match and, and. I'm just gonna use that. All as the Cthulhu's. Oh, you guys had all three. So they yeah. had four. They have four Cthulhu's. We have three levels, but we have Marinucci, extension gotcha. of the family. Plus, he's a bocce bro, so he's family. Mm-hmm. Wait, there was four Cthulhu's at that night. You got uh, you have Angelo, you have Danny, Danny you have uh, Carmen, and then uh-huh. Anthony. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, and then it was those four against uh, me, Chris, Rob, aka Bobby, our brother Bobby, yeah, and then Carmen Marinucci. Nice. And that was a great game. That went back and forth uh, all the way till the end as well. Well, we were up big, and then. It went back and forth after yeah, that, yeah. yeah. But we, we got that dub and that $50. Yeah, so, uh, you know, the money games are the only ones that matter when it comes down to it, right? <laughs> 100%. All right, it's time, guys. Let's go ahead and start the show with Lou Fatika. All right, so let's talk about Club Molisani. Guys, I unfortunately haven't been able to attend any of the tournaments yet. We just started, what, two years ago. So, uh, unfortunately, last year we weren't able to attend, as we said. But Dante's played there. And uh, at the Memorial Tournament over at Wycliffe uh, Italian American Club, I made it a point to, to hijack Mike Romeo, who's a newer member, and say, hey, you have to show, show me this place because I keep hearing about it. And I walk in, and I was pretty blown away. I mean, you have the, the three, syn- the three synth- uh, synthetic courts on the inside, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Correct. You have, like, your little banquet area and a, a beautiful bar, and then you go to the back, which you have uh, another three courts. And Correct. my favorite part was the cigar room. We just built a deck off the cigar room this week, so really uh, enjoyed it even more. So beautiful. Oh, my God. Beautiful. But yeah, I mean it's 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 a pristine club. Uh, you guys have done a great job with that. I assume you had a lot to do with that. Is that accurate? Uh, of well, it's it's been a labor of love, not only for myself, but a lot of the the board and the membership. I mean, we have great members, uh, you know, whenever we need help, whether it's financially or just, you know, showing up and doing some things, we've had so many members step up and really Mario Ferrito, who's our president, uh, is probably one of the the number one reasons why we're here today at 503 members. You know, we had to cap our membership and Mm kind of, uh, kind of lock it out at this point until uh, we can kind of figure out if we get some additional parking, et cetera. But, uh, you know, we, we just have just great leadership. Our board's fantastic. It's it's not one person. I mean, I know you guys are involved with other bocce uh, clubs and other associations, and it's just, it takes an army. 100%. And uh, 100%. we've got people that are willing to do whatever it takes. Like this past week, uh, we were there building the deck, and we had people coming up every day just showing up and just, hey, what do you need me to do? So, I mean, that's how it happens. That, uh, 
And, uh, you know, we're just, we're blessed to, to be where we're at. So I think that's a good segue actually. So you say like you have members that step up and like all three of us were on the, we were, well, I'm not on anymore this as of this past year, but we're on the board of the Columbus Italian club. So like we know, like try to progress as many things as we can as possible. Right. We renovated recently, but you guys, you know, rather than, you know, some, some membership, Hey, we have money in this bank. Let's hire this company professionally to, you guys all got together and said, hey, we want synthetic courts, and all of you <laughs> bucked up and did it yourself. You didn't hire you know, a, a, a crew to come out and do it themselves and oversee it. You just did it yourself, correct? Correct. That's, correct. Uh, I mean, I, again, it's like, you, you know, I don't want to mention names because I'll miss somebody's name, yeah. but there, there's so many people that have stepped up over the years, and, uh, you know, that, that's what this club really originated from was, you know, back when uh, 2005, when this club was formed, I mean, there was a bunch of guys, uh, a lot of guys that were older than I was at the time that said, you know, we want a place to go to uh, in the winter to play bocce. Mm-hmm. I mean, they used to rent facilities around the community yeah. and just put up uh, courts just to be able to play. They'd have, you know, they put down four by sixes or yep. six by sixes <laughs> and like some carpet. <laughs> yeah, and, and just to play in the wintertime because mm-hmm. they had no place to go. And, you know, these old timers, they, they didn't go to Florida in the winter. They, they, just, they just wanted to be around their friends. And so they built two courts every winter, had a couple card tables, and they went there every night. And that's why, you know, we, we started talking about this in the – early uh 2002 2003 time frame was like you know we we just we need to we need to buy a facility and that's Mm -hmm. when we bought the original facility in kirtland and you know there was it's a long history with kirtland in terms of what we couldn't do there because we were uh a commercial building in a residential neighborhood and you know all the politicians didn't let us do a lot of things that we wanted to do fortunately we came across the facility that we're in now we were able to build the courts uh, during COVID, we built the, the addition uh, to, in the back to add the three additional courts, to add the cigar room. And, you know, we've gone from probably, you know, three years ago, 160 members to 503 members today. So that's nuts. Uh, but it, it, it's great because, you know, I, I look at it, it's, it's much more than just a bocce club. I mean, we offer a lot of things to our membership in terms of the events that we do. Uh, I mean, we have people join just because of the cigar room. Right. You know, they, hey, <laughs> I, I want a place to go. You know, it's 200 bucks a year to be a member, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I could go there and smoke in the wintertime. I could go in the summertime. You know, you have 24-7 access to the club. Mm-hmm. It, it just, it, it, it just uh, uh, to me, it's just what you want from a social club. Uh, and on top of that, We've got some of the best bocce players, I think, uh, in, in Northeast Ohio in terms of some of our membership. So, I mean, you, you know the names, you know, Pete and uh, Russ and Frank and so on and so on. I mean, I could go on forever in terms of the guys. I mean, they're always finishing in the top five in a lot of these tournaments that 100%. you see. So, uh, you know, we're fortunate from that aspect. So, 100%. Now, I had something in my mind when you were saying all of that about Club Molsani. Uh, now slipped my mind. It'll come back to me. It'll come back to me. Let's talk about the tournament. No? 
Yeah, hundred percent. I just I'm mad I forgot exactly what I was gonna say, but yeah. Art, the, art club. Actually, no, oh yes, exactly. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you, Mike. Yeah. Our uh, art club. So. We just had week one of bocce last night, but technically week one was supposed to be last week. We have three uncovered courts, Lou, and it's it it pains me because as soon as one you know one hour of rain, we're pretty much screwed for the night. And it and we want to play. We don't play in the winter really. We, we made we brought PVC pipe together indoors on a forty five foot carpet. Um, you know, it helps us roll better, I guess. But yeah, it's just like we're we're dying for that, and we're hoping that we can be a reason that we bring that to Columbus, some type of indoor facility, and then. And hopefully, you know, down the road that'll that'll happen. But that's what all I wanted to that's say. That's a goal. No, for one hundred percent, like you said, when you were talking about how the older men want to just meet in the winter and play. I mean, especially in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one, you know, we, we really couldn't do much. And and during those winter months, Dante hit me up. He's like, Hey, I need your your vehicle. I'm gonna go get PVC pipe, <laughs> and, and we're gonna lay this bitch down, and we're gonna play bocce. I was like, All right, let's do it. You know, <laughs> it worked. Went to Lowe's, and he had it up within a day. So, you know, that's that's definitely a goal. And and you know, we're trying to figure that out. With our club, we were told that um, the code we could never have uh, a, a, structure. a permanent structure over. We've heard a lot of different things. Plus, parking variants were. Hopefully the feds don't listen to this podcast, but we're already under, you know, some some parking no, spaces. <laughs> recently, we were looking into it. So we were, were trying to – our back storage room is pretty janky at the moment. So we are budgeting to um, uh, tear that down and remodel it. And part of it, we want it to be storage. But I'm thinking, all right, I was just, we were just at Club Molisani. They have this – area for them to go to and smoke cigars during the winter or during, you know, all year round, right? And we're trying now with the limited space we have to figure out how we can do something similar where guys can go out there, play poker, have a couple cigars, at least do something in the winter time. Um, so I'll have to pick your yeah. brain after this. Maybe. We'll invite you out here to Columbus uh, to check it out, play bocce and see what we can do. Yeah, I'd love, love to come down and, uh, you know, help in any way I can in terms of advice, whatever. I mean, you know, it's, you know, as a board, sometimes you don't always do the perfect thing, but, you know, what we're trying to do is advance the club. And it's not just about, you know, trying to appease, you know, a certain number of people. It's about appeasing the body because with 500 members, you know, not all those people play bocce. They, mm. they, they join for various reasons. People just yeah. love to come, have a place to go. You know, we have people that, you know, never played bocce in their life. And now they, they love bocce. They come, they play, they try to play in as many leagues as we have. They go up there and practice. It's it, it just, it's just fun to see. I mean, I've been playing since I've been 20 years old. So I, you know, for 35 years I've been playing and, uh, you know, I, I enjoy bocce, but I enjoy other things too. I enjoy the socializing aspect, uh, just sitting there and just bullshitting with guys. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just it's that's the way it is, you know. Hundred percent. To each its own. I'm not. I'm not. You know. That's. I think that's one of the things as a board that we've we've done, and the reason why we've been able to grow is that, uh, you know, we're not telling you, hey, you have to join because you're a bocce player. So we want you to join because you want to contribute. I mean, we've had so many members that have joined in the last couple of years that have donated financially to uh, do security systems, to do uh, buy the parking lot next door so we can expand our parking. And, and these are guys that just they they come, they see what we're 
where we have, and they mm-hmm. say, you know what, I want to be a part of this. And to me, that's that's awesome. That's the most rewarding thing as a board member to say, okay, you've got people. We're doing the right things because people are willing to contribute. Otherwise, if we're not doing the right things, they would say, you know what, the hell with you. We'll we'll go on to the next club. So, right. Uh, and you know but, what, Lou, I, I recently have been watching some documentaries on little pockets uh, of Italian neighborhoods throughout the country. You know, like Boston's Little Italy, obviously New York, even Youngstown, where we're from. And when, when you were talking about the club and how it's not just about bocce, it's about the community and, and other aspects of it, just hanging out, um, helping one another, people volunteering their time and their money to help support one another, right? And it made me think of, you know, when my grandparents came over, or you and your parents, um, I'm sure they moved into a neighborhood with their other family members and the other uh, people from the town, right? And how they each had gardens, and they all made homemade wine and sausage, and, and that was their community. And they really, you know, they helped one another. And unfortunately, as time goes on, things change, and, you know, people move away. It is what it is. But these clubs that we have are able to keep us connected in that way. And, they, and it's kind of our own form of that. Um, Absolutely. I mean, you know, we've had uh, sausage making at the club where people that have never made sausage before, we have, you know, guys that would go in there and say, okay, how many pounds do you want? And we're going to make sausage this weekend. You know, we've done, you know, wine. We've done a, a number of those things. You know, it's just... You know, to keep those traditions alive. I mean, I try to do that with my kids. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's just, I, I think it's so important, especially when you look at society today and you think about what's going on. I mean, the world's fucked up. I mean, I'm sorry to, to, to yeah. say that, but it's just, you know, it starts with the family. And, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, the more of those things that we can instill, uh, whether it's through the club, but, you know, I have so many guys come up, you know, that I hadn't seen in years that I may have grown up with in these Italian, they have come back to the club now and they just say, man, I wish I would have joined here earlier. I mean, I love this. I mean, you know, we had our bourbon tasting in May during the Kentucky Derby. I mean, we, it just, just, there's so many things that you can do Mm -hmm. as a club. And, you know, we try to give back through scholarships to, uh, you know, uh, students, we also, you know, try to work with the city of Wycliffe in terms of uh, doing fundraisers and things like that. We had a closed drive for them last year. Um, you know, it, it, it's all about giving back. I mean, you know, a lot of us are blessed in, in where we're at in our lives. And, you know, how can we do some things better for for the community and make things better? So, Well, well said. I wanted to touch up on um, on on something that you said from Sunday, uh, Mike Pizzuto here was ma- making sausage uh, at our Italian club, but he had uh, our good buddy, um, also the Bocce Bros lawyers, uh, shout out to Hasty Law, Hasty Legal, um, <laughs> our good buddies. But anyways, he's making sausage at the Italian uh, club, and he, he uh, the lawyer, our lawyer, at Hasty comes by with his two young kids, maybe like, what, 10 and 6? Yeah, yeah. Right around so, uh, ten and six, right, and like, and they were upset. They didn't want nothing to do with going to the club, you know. Uh, and he's like, "Well, Zoots is gonna be there. They're making sausage. He makes sausage twice a year. We're going, you know. That's what he yeah. said. Like, we're, he's made, you know. So he gets there, and as soon as the kids got involved, helped with the whole process. There's pictures and videos all of it. I was, oh, they were loving. I was it. excited to see it because I, you know, we grew up. We all three of us yeah. grew up in it, and it's it will only fade with time, you know. Unfortunately, no matter how hard you try, 
Uh, we yeah. can, you know, we can keep it going, but not everyone can. So, but the, the see how excited they were in the videos, in the pictures, like of making sausages, it brought a lot of joy to me to see. And it was, it all falls back on what you were just saying, yeah. uh, keeping those things alive. Starts with yeah, the family. Absolutely. Starts with the family. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, so you mentioned, um, family a little bit there and you said you have kids how many kids do you have i have three kids okay my daughter who's the oldest she's married uh and uh she's expecting a baby so oh congrats i'm, I'm gonna be a grandfather hopefully soon oh, and, that's awesome. uh, and then two boys 27 and 24 oh great now do they play bocce with you uh my my middle Child, he plays uh, with me, and he's going to be playing with me in the tournaments for the first time this year. So oh, great. I'm going to have an opportunity to play with him, and uh, looking forward to that. My younger son, he plays. He's just not as interested at this point in his life uh, as uh, Alex is. Yeah. But uh, still we're looking young. forward to Sorry about that. Yeah, he's, he's still that's young. Okay. He'll get there for sure. But, no, that's great that, that you're, uh, you know, the tournament play. We play with our dad uh, in a few tournaments a year, and I know it brings him a lot of joy. It brings us a lot of joy. Um, you know, those, those are great memories made, that's for sure. Absolutely. Now, did, you, did your uh, father play bocce? Is that how you got into it? Yeah. Uh, my father was an avid bocce player. So he, he, along with myself, were one of the original members of Club Molisani. And, uh, you know, we, we would tease him all the time, uh, me and my buddies, because he would be up there seven days a week. Like, because he, he would say, like, you know, if I stay home, I'm just going to fall asleep. I'm going to go up to the club. I'm going to either play bocce, you're going to play some cards. And uh, I, he just loved playing bocce. And, and I was fortunate enough to play with him in a lot of tournaments. Uh, you know, unfortunately, he passed away in 2015 uh, on the bocce court, by the way. Oh. So, uh but, uh, you know, he, he really, really enjoyed the club and enjoyed uh, just the friendships and all the things that we were able to offer. Um, and uh, so, you know, but, yeah, I got to play with him a lot of years. We played a lot of tournaments together. We did, we did well. We won some tournaments, uh, finished, you know, our best in Rome. We were third and probably in the Molisani, probably fifth or sixth. But, uh, you know, we... We had fun. I, I, I enjoyed every minute of it. So. Oh, that's great. And just like to, it, you're sipping on something over there, right? Is he sipping? Yeah, on I, I got a little bourbon. There we go. Salute. Salute. Salute to your father. Salute, Salute to your father, Mr. Patika. Right. Yes, thank you. 100%. So at the end of the month, we have the pleasure of joining or coming to the Club Molasani Charities Invitational Bocce Tournament. This is the main event here. Well, definitely, it's one of the, the majors. Majors, people call Some are saying the first major of the year. Now, what do you say about that, Lou? Would you consider this a major? I, I mean, I would just because of the competition. I mean, I mm -hmm. think, you know, there's a lot of tournaments that get more teams than we do, and that's one of the things that, as a, the bocce committee director, I guess, uh, have been struggling with in terms of, you know, why can't we get – you know, I mean, I think our, our max would be like 64 teams. Right now we're at 48 teams, which is still a, a pretty nice number. That's a lot of teams. But, uh, you know, I, I think we struggled as a committee trying to figure out, 
you know, why can't we attract more? But I think we get a lot of quality in our teams. I mean, I think, you know, when you, when you come there, I mean, you know, there's, there's going to be, every team's going to be a tough, you know, you're going to, like, I, I never, like for myself, I never step on a court thinking I'm going to win. Mm-hmm. I never take anything for granted. Mm-hmm. You got to play your game because, you know, guys practice, they play that just because they're not, as experienced as you are, they're still going to be competitive. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what we don't get in, in, in quantity, I think we get in quality mm-hmm. in terms of the number of teams that we get. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm pleased that we got at least 48 teams and we're, we still got a couple of days here till we close out the brackets and, uh, you know, do the live draw. I think we're contemplating either doing that either Tuesday or Wednesday of next week. So we'll announce that on Facebook uh, Luciano and James will, will handle that. And, uh, but you know, I, I, I'm excited. I mean, I think, uh, we've got, we've got some good teams and, uh, I think we've got the facility to, to really help make this a, a great event. So it, 48 teams, I, I kind of giggled when you were start saying talking and I didn't mean that as any disrespect. <laughs> I was laughing because 48 teams, and the hundred percent, the quality is one th- I mean, thousand percent of the thing. Oh, I mean, yeah, all the all the big teams are coming. Yeah, that's for but, sure. But uh, you know, here in Columbus, like we tried to fill a tournament of like just a twenty-four, and we couldn't. We got yeah. maybe eighteen, seventeen and a half. You know, <laughs> and so and and the quality there is no disrespect, but the, the only quality was the teams coming out of Northeast Ohio. <laughs> so like that's just. The reason I'm I'm saying that is because it hit my mind and just the level of difference it is just two hours away yeah. for us and to them. Um, but 48 teams is amazing, and I think that there will be a late push. Hopefully, we can get yeah. We'll we'll make sure that we push that on social media. I know we have several posts out there, but we're gonna get with some guys down here in Columbus. We know a bunch of people in Youngstown, obviously. This guy next to us, you have to get a team in. Mike wants to come, so we'll we'll try and find some guys for him to play with. I'll be there for sure. Mike, drink, drinks are on me when you come, Mike. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. You know, you know, and and, you know, getting back to the tournament itself. I mean, we we, we've gone back and forth with backboard dead, backboard live. You know, because you know we're one of the few uh, tournaments that are backboard dead, Mm -hmm. and it's never really impacted the numbers. I go back to, you know, early 2000s when Mike Ferbata and Wayne Farinacci were running the tournament. I don't, I just don't, it doesn't really matter. And Mm. then as a board and as a bocce committee, we just decided that, you know, that's what we play. We play backboard dad. So that's going to be our tournament. And if, if you don't like it, I'm not, trying to be a dick or anything like that. It's just, no. that's what we play. That's mm-hmm. This is how we play. And, uh, and and I think people respect that. I mean, it, to me, it's, a, it's just a different game when you play backboard dead. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know there's a lot of debates going out there, whether backboard dead or live or whatever. It's just, it's a, just a different game. You don't, you know, you take some of the slop away from the game. Mm-hmm. And it's not, you know, uh, you know, the full international rules, but it's still a component of that. So, um, so I mean, we're, what we want to do, and I think we did this last year at last year's tournament was create more of an atmosphere like the Wycliffe INA has where, you know, it's not only bocce, but it's also food, entertainment and things like that. You mm-hmm. know, we, you know, that was the first time that we had a band, 
on on Friday. We had a, a, a Italian band on Saturday and did some other things. And I, you know, I think people appreciate that. And uh, the more we can do like that, uh, I think the better uh, for our club and the visibility for our club. Mm-hmm. So. Lord, Lord knows we beat this this down about the back wall, back wall thing on our podcast. However, like you said, it's like if you're a competitor, uh, you're going to compete in whatever the rules are. If you understand bocce, and I, I've heard a little birdie told me you know a little bit about the true version of bocce, as some would say, which would be P, uh, PVR, PRV. And we'll, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later in a second. Um, but it's like if you're a competitor and you know bocce, you can play either or. It is what it is, and it just depends on your courts, right? And your courts are perfect for the back wall dead. It is what yeah. it is, right? Now, I know our out-of-state listeners are probably listening like, yeah, 100%. Like, back wall dead's way better. <laughs> you know, yeah. you, they come over to play with us, and they're like, what is this, right? But, they still, they, they, but they're still, but they the same way. They're competitors. They're still willing to play, uh, at least some of them. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I've yeah. always well, enjoyed – sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead I was going to say, I, I've always enjoyed going to a new tournament and – Hearing their roles and understanding their roles and, and playing by it. Unless it, it, they're stupid. Right. No. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> but, you know, when I heard that it was back wall dead, I got excited because it brings a whole different strategy to the game. Now we have to figure out if we're really going to shoot or if we want to, if you're a good roller, which, you know, is, is 80% of the game of bocce, you, you know, you have to be good at it. And it, it creates a whole different dynamic, a whole different strategy to the game. And, you and your team have to be ready to communicate, and and uh, because of that, right? And you're not just shooting every ball now. So uh, yeah, a- absolutely. I mean, it's it's a it's a different dynamic, and uh, you know that the first guy misses and that ball's gone. It's like okay, mm-hmm. a lot of times you're playing backboard live, you're shooting again because yep. hey, I got another ball down there, and it's just it's just a different dynamic. It, it, but it's no different, you know. You know, what bothers me the most sometimes about some of the bocce players is like, you know, we could go to this facility or that facility and they talk about how bad we're all playing on the same boards. Mm -hmm. So it's like, just play, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, it's frustrating to me because I mean, I, I know when we go to Rome, New York, we're at a disadvantage because, you know, if we're playing a Rome team, they're going to play us on a court that the Rome team likes. Mm-hmm. It's just the reality of it, which is fine. But I'm not going to bitch about it. We're going to play, and and hopefully we win. Right. You know, but you know, but you have so many guys that complain about this or that or this, you know, why am I playing on court three and not court five? <laughs> just, just just play. Just play. Just right? play. Yeah. We're, you know, you're playing the same team on the same court. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's just. Just part of the, the beast, I guess. Definitely. Talk, talk us, to us a little bit more about the entertainment that is going to be at, at the Club Molisani because obviously you want not just the bocce teams to come. You know, like one of the things that when we, when we did our tournament here and Anthony Cugini, our other bocce bro, did a really good job of was uh, finding uh, – we had like an RV. So it's outside, right? We had a, this guy brought in his RV. We had speakers with it, a TV attached to it. It kind of blocked us in. That way we had our own area to play music, party. You know, we're, we're trying to create somewhat of an atmosphere like that. So obviously you want people outside of Bocce to join. What, what can they expect, if you could touch on that a little bit more? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're going to have a great, uh, a great venue this uh, coming up here next weekend. Uh, we've got Rick and Sharona playing Friday night. I mean, they, they'll play oldies and goodies. They'll play whatever we really want them to play. I mean, they'll, they'll cater to the audience. Uh, 
they they were there last year. We have they did a great job. Um, will Saturday you, night we have an. I'm sorry. Go will, ahead. will you Chris. bust a move Friday night? Then can I can I count to yeah, see? Can you I, tell our listeners well, right now you will be on the dance floor? <laughs> well. Uh, it just depends how many bourbons I have <laughs> right, and when yeah. I got a place. So. Let's, let's buy, let's buy this right. man some bourbons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah seriously. O- hopefully I play early and I get it out of the way yeah. and we don't have <laughs> to go. play anymore. Yeah, so. there you go. But uh, and, and Saturday we've got an Italian DJ who's going to kind of play all the your classic Italian music and uh, for our, you know, our members uh, and for, uh, for the group. And then we've got Rick the Magician on uh, Sunday coming down. And, uh, you know, we really want to cater to the kids. And, uh, you know, we're hoping to have ice cream there and then have a, a nice pasta dinner after uh, Rick gets done with his performance. So, Oh, that's great. That's perfect because you want, you know, a lot of teams, if they don't make it to Sunday, they typically just leave, which is understandable. But you want you want to find creative ways to keep people around, and that's definitely – a way to go about it. I'm already looking forward to losing and like yeah. hanging out. Yeah. Hey, do you, yeah. We'll have to talk outside of this. Maybe you know. Yeah. Get close to the mic, uh, Zoots. Uh, but we'll have to find some. If we can't find any Columbus guys for Zoots, we're going to be asking you for any uh, Cleveland, even Cleveland guys for my guy here. No problem. No problem. But we'll definitely have a few drinks together. I promise you that. Absolutely. Definitely. So I want to I want to use this time to segue because we kind of touched up on it for a second. Uh, and correct me, I always ask this question on a podcast: Is it PRV or PVR? Uh, I think it's PRV. That's what I thought. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Now, do you? Usually, a lot of our guests don't know much about it or don't play, but some of them do. Now, I heard you have some experience though in PRV. Is that correct? Yeah, I've played in a few tournaments. I've played in the uh, Paulino the Oro that uh, Mike Rasser from Michigan had uh, run for a number of years. Uh, my first experience was what was at the Highwood Bocce Club in Chicago. Isn't that club uh, amazing? I, I need to stop you there because I went there last year. All those guys, the uh, American Bocce Company guys invited me out, and they I spent all weekend there, and it's it's I love. The, the Nationals, the USBF Nationals are there next year. I'm thinking I'm definitely going to attend since it's a close drive, but um, tell me about Highwood. Oh, it was great. I mean, I... I you know, it was a uh, group play, so we were, I think it was four guys in my group. So I got to play uh, a guy from Brazil, That's awesome. a guy from uh, Argentina. I mean, it was – I was just happy to score points, believe me, when <laughs> yeah, I, when yeah, I, I can say imagine. that. I think this was in 2006. Where that was my first experience uh, with PRV. What? And uh, I fell in love with the game, and uh, – you know, I've I've played in Toronto. I've played in uh, 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 the Charo Club in uh, I forget the name where what city it's in, but right off right across the border from Detroit. But any event uh, at the Charo Club, uh, I've played in St. Louis. I've played. We used to have a, a facility down the street from Club Osani that uh, Mike Grasser built for the, uh, the bowling out al- the bowling alley. I keep hearing about, yes. right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I keep Absolutely. hearing about it. Um, the infamous bowling alley that's closed down now. It had those 90 foot courts. Now, what would you say is if you can give it, explain it in a blurb, right? What a question. If you could explain it in a little summary, what is the biggest or the biggest um, hump you had to get over of playing PRV compared to open bocce that we're used to? I think it's just the length of the courts. Mm-hmm. I mean, your 90-foot courts, 
and just trying to get uh, a handle on the speed. I mean, when we used to play at the bowling alley, uh, I mean, literally, you roll the ball, you could have three or four sips of your, your whatever <laughs> drink you're having before the ball would come to a stop. Yeah. I mean, it just, yeah. I mean, it, you know, putting aside, you got to shoot Volo in certain regions, you got to Rafa in certain regions, you got to go over the, the Rafa line when you're spocking, but that stuff you, you could get. I could get used to it, but the speed of the of the game and the distance, I think that just was, for me, was a big hurdle. Mm-hmm. And Chichara Club is in Windsor, so I apologize. I there couldn't remember. But, there you go. So, uh, but that mm-hmm. that was my, actually my first international win was in Windsor in a tournament That's awesome. there that I played. So played- it was, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I think it's just a different level of bocce when you play PRV and you know, I wish we could play more of it. I mean, we're, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, someone bought the bowling alley and we're, we're in discussions with them about is there a way for a club Molisani to get That's involved? Because awesome. awesome. the courts are still there. They've torn out all the bowling alleys. Ooh. They've torn out most of the facilities and they're trying to uh, uh, kind of sublet that facility and they're trying to decide what they're going to do with the bocce court. Oh, so, awesome. I mean, to me, that would be a shame. I mean, mm-hmm. there's probably close to half a million dollars in, invested in those four bocce courts. Are, there, are those Coleono? So, those aren't Coleone courts, are they? No. They're, they're, Mike Grasser uh, brought in some guys from, okay. uh, from Italy to do that. So Still, Mike huh? Grasser's <laughs> out of uh, Lake Orion, Michigan. I don't know if you know Mike, but he he's a, like, uh, he's a landscape, landscape architect, and he's built many and many bocce courts. And so when they yeah, built right, those yeah. courts there, he, he flew those guys from Italy. So, did you, Mike, you're smirking. I mean, I yeah, don't, well, no, yeah. I was, when you said Italy, you know that you've played international and stuff, and uh, I don't know how close you got to get to these mics. Get, you got to get close. You got to get pretty close. Yeah. But, um, you know, when I went to Italy, people kept telling me, oh, you don't see bocce too often, bocce courts. But in Campobasso, I don't know if you've been there, they have a huge facility. Like, it was probably 20-some courts, uh, indoor facility, in the main cent- like center um, area of Com- uh, Campo Basso. I don't know if you've yeah, ever been the, there and saw it, but... I, I've not seen that. The last time I was back in Italy was uh, in 2005, so... Okay. Well, you're due, uh, man. you got to get but, out there. Uh, yeah, I, we, we've been talking as a family of doing that, and we just haven't gotten back, but... Uh, uh, luckily, as a kid, I probably went back at least a dozen times wow. with my parents because uh, my grandfather was still alive. So, and my my mom still has a lot of siblings still in Italy. So we were able to go back a lot of times. And so, uh, you know, I was fortunate from from that aspect. But I, I I've not seen the facility in Combo Basso. I would have loved to have seen it. It looked they, new. Yeah, so, and this was in 2019, so it might have okay. been recently constructed. Okay. Uh, so uh, this is actually a perfect uh, question because I wanted to ask you, you know, you traveled other places. My first experience of synthetic courts was Palazzo de Bocci last year. I'm a, Have you ventured out there? A uh, number of times. So uh, it's played, unbelievable. Uh, the, the facility is just uh, top-notch. Uh, you know, Tony Battaglia has done a great job there. Uh, you know, just the atmosphere there is awesome. Jason, mm-hmm. Jose, I mean, all the guys that are there. Uh, you know, we've played in a number of tournaments. I mean, literally, uh, myself, my father, 
uh, a good friend of mine, Mario DeLillo, who I've played with since I was 20 years old, uh, and, and a few others. We would take trips. We'd go to Detroit. We, we, hit, we hit plots of uh, Bocce. We'd play there. We'd head over to Windsor, hit the Chicharro Club, go to the casinos, and just do that, just just to go play. Yeah. I mean, we would just go there and just go play. I mean, it's just it's a great facility, and uh, I mean, uh, you know, it, it's great to have something like that. I mean, right down the street from the old uh, uh, Palace of Auburn yep. Hills right there. Yep. So exactly. Uh, Great facility. Definitely. Shout out to um, the reason I was there is for the American Bocce Company Open, which will be held September 9th and 10th this year. So shout out to them. I know a lot of yeah. a lot of Cleveland teams. I shouldn't say a lot, but uh, one or two Cleveland teams went. Uh, we went last year, and I know a lot more uh, are going this year, and they're expanding it. So hopefully, if you're listening, definitely check it out. American Bocce Company Open uh, at the Plazo de Bocce in Detroit. Lou, do you think something like that could be successful in Cleveland? Yeah, I mean, I think that you know that's that's one of the discussions we're having with the uh, the folks that own the bowling alley now is that you know we're talking to uh, some folks about you know who can purchase that. I mean, it'd be a shame to tear those courts down after all the money that was invested mm-hmm. to do that. But how can we, you know, support something like that? Mm-hmm. I mean, me personally, I mean, I I love if Plumbo Osani we're able to partner up with somebody and uh, offer that to our membership where you could p- play uh, PRV there. I mean, where, you know, it, it would be an option that, hey, we have our regular leagues on X and Y date. And then if you want to play PRV, you, you could go down the street. I mean, it's two miles down the street from our club and uh and play that and experience that i mean i've had so many members come up to me like lou why why don't we try to buy that place i mean you know it's i mean it's a lot of money to do do something like that but i think it's uh i i I personally think it it would be be supported i mean there's a lot of guys that would want to play that uh that style of play and like when we when we were playing there, we were playing there on Mondays, and we had a league going on there. Like every other week would be PRV, so we'd play one week. We just play open rules. Next week, we just to p- get people acclimated to that. And we, we had guys that said, "Man, this is great! I love playing this way." You know, if you had other guys that said, "Oh, it just takes too long." It, mm-hmm. it really doesn't take too long if you have the right ref there and understanding how to mark the balls mm-hmm. and call the game. So, I mean, it's just a different thing. I mean, personally, I play PRV every day if I could. So. Oh, okay. I like that. So is that your preferred play then, PRV? It, it, it is. I mean, I, I I like to take the slop out of the game. Yeah. So, oh, and, yeah. and to me, that PRV takes the slop. Forget about Lolo shots. I mean, even if you just take the slop out of the game where – you know, I, I go to shoot a ball and I miss and I hit this ball and, mm-hmm. and it ricochets and hits this other. That stuff, it gets frustrating to me. Chris so, had one know. at Jerry's house. He uh, he had to hit the wall. He missed the wall, bumped the other, <laughs> t- bu- bumped our ball, the, our short ball, all the way to point. I mean, it, it worked in our favor. Yeah, it worked the, in our favor. There's been other times. I guess us, was it? 
No, I was. No, I don't no. think so. No, 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 it wasn't. <laughs> Hopefully not. No, it was against MVR. It was against MVR, yeah. guys. It was against MVR, guys. Yeah, I, I mean, it was the, the worst way to win. But you know what? <laughs> we deserve I, it. I've been on the other end of that. So oh, it's... oh, absolutely. We all, we all did. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I, I look at it this way. If you play bocce long enough, you're going to be on both ends of that. 100%. All the time. So yeah. it's just, Easily. it is what it is. I mean, hey, it, it's part of the game. So You know, it's, when, when we're talking about PRV and... and essentially just growing the game um what's what stinks is just a lack of opportunities for people to play you know the lack of courts um lack of space to have a 90 foot court right i mean that's really why we're able to play open bocce or we are playing open bocce is because you know we only have space in a lot of these facilities to build 60 to 70 some foot courts so to play the other way is, is kind of difficult in a sense um, you know, I, us as the bocce bros, one of the reasons why we started this, uh, and we can, you know, we kind of, we're trying to figure out how to grow the game, basically. You know, our, our bocce bro, Carmen Marinucci, started a 40 and under tournament in Youngstown. We had all of these kids come in that were 40 and under. It was more of a social event. And um, it was, it was, it was an awesome experience. We just, you know, they're like, where, where can we play? How can we do this more? You know, and it's like, ah, you know, we just have to figure out how to do that, how to how to provide more opportunities for people to play. Um, so that's that's kind of one thing we're still stuck on. We would love to have our own bar, restaurant, whatever it may be here in Columbus. That's kind of the you know the end goal. But when it comes to bocce in general, you know, there's a lot of people that want to play, but there's just you know a lack of opportunities in a sense. So. Yeah, no, I, I would agree. I mean, it's just it's tough. I mean, you know. It, it, even when we uh, first uh, moved to our current location, there was a lot of discussion about the length of the courts and, and then how much that would take away from kind of the, the banquet part of the, the, the facility. And so, yeah, it, it's tough. I mean, I, I, I get it. I mean, it's not, it's never an easy answer in terms of that, unless you're starting from scratch and mm-hmm. you got unlimited budget and you could do whatever you want, but, you know, most of us are not in that position where we have an unlimited budget and we can do whatever we want. So, yeah. you know, we got to make the best of it and kind of, uh, you know, uh, try to support the masses, you know, in terms of, you know, the people that play and, you know, cause we have a lot, you know, we have a lot of leagues, we have women's leagues, we have a co-ed leagues and, you know, they don't, they don't want to play with all those rules and mm-hmm. things. They just want to go there, have a good time. It's a night out. And so you got to be able to adapt to that as well. So. 100%. That's another thing I wanted to touch on, too. You know, there's a lot of men's social clubs that are around, uh, but you guys are mixed. Is that accurate, Man, male and female? That is correct. I mean, we uh, uh, accept women as, uh, as much as we accept men in terms of when we had our open uh, enrollment. And, uh, you know, we have our first uh, female board member as our – uh, secretary that was uh, voted in this year. So, uh, you know, to me, it's all about get good people. You know, it's just you want to have the right people. I mean, you know, you know, there's so many clubs that you know have so many restrictions about you got to be of Italian descent and all this and this and that. I mean, that's great, but there's a lot of Italians that are we're not so good people either. So just like there's white people and 
green people and purple people that are not good people. You just want good people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've, I've always been of, hey, let's get good people in there and we'll help build the club. And, you know, you're going to make mistakes sometimes. You're going to you're going to invite somebody in who may not. But those people get weeded out. I mean, if people understand like, hey, that guy or that girl is doing what the club is looking for and you just. You just have to weed them out, but it's yep. just about getting good people. So, one hundred percent, we're we're we've experienced that a few times as you know board members of our club. We we basically accept mostly everyone that are. Go ahead. I, I don't don't think we mentioned he's the vice president of our club. He's about to be the president oh, yeah. next year. Yeah, so <laughs> he's got to deal yeah. with he's got to deal with a lot <laughs> of the stuff. <laughs> like you you yeah. can relate. I'm sure you two are both vice presidents. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, Mike. <laughs> my, my club back in Pittsburgh, um, you know, it, it had a lot of this, those stipulations that you were talking about. And as the generations kind of, uh, you know, all passed away and people moved away, um, the club was in really bad shape. And my brothers had to take it, took it over, um, which was really hard to get board members because of the strict rules. You had to be all, pretty much 100% Italian, which we are. And, um, yeah, there's now women, and it's super active. They remodeled it and stuff like that. Um, so they've definitely brought it up to you know, the, you know, 2022 um, type stuff. So it's it's been good. Yeah, I mean, I think you just got to be proactive in, in that regard. I mean, it's just like you know, we had our first women's tournament uh, a month or so ago, uh, and I think it was very successful. I mean, everybody enjoyed themselves, and again, you just you got you gotta attract uh, everybody. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, what can you do to help kind of promote the club and, and kind of advance it forward? And uh, we've been fortunate that uh, we we we've had a lot of good people join and 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 help promote the club. So all right so we're gonna cap things oh not cap things off yet but we're gonna round things off here so if you've ever listened to a podcast podcast episode we usually end with a couple different things so so yeah so lou but i guess before we get into these segments is there anything else that you want to talk about whether it's you know anything random bocce related or anything about the tournament uh but we you know i guess yeah i I mean i I guess the only thing i'd like to say about the tournament i I just like to uh, take a shameless plug here to our sponsors for the tournament. Uh, number one, Ganley Village, Mike Campola, a longtime member, uh, has been very, very supportive and is, it is our uh, premier sponsor for the tournament. Merrill Lynch and Anthony Anderson and the Schultz Group, uh, Fiorito Funeral Services and Mario Fiorito. Uh, and we have two new sponsors this year. Orlando DeSante Previtt, Anthony Previtt, a member of the club, uh, and Maverick Insurance, Scott Mills, another member of the club. So we like to thank them for the continued support. It helps us uh, immensely in trying to do the things that we're trying to do. I mean, you know, like I said, we built that addition in the back. We built that cigar room. Uh, we're, we're building the uh, the deck. I mean, there's so many things that we want to do. We bought the the, the facility next door through uh, contributions from some of our membership. And so, uh, you know, I, I got, I, I don't want to, I'd be remiss if I thank them for their continued support. Definitely. So. Definitely. I think uh, it goes a long way. Sponsorships. I mean, like 
obviously, I think we can say enough about Club Molasani. Yeah. Our first sponsorship. Our first sponsor. Um, you know, of many to come. So thank you guys. Shout out to Club Molasani and our monthly sponsorship. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's helping all each other. The community is amazing, right? We, we go Absolutely. on and on about it. So thank you to you guys. Absolutely. Anything else, Lou, before we get into these last two segments? No, no. I guess you're going to start firing the, <laughs> the, the tough shots at me now. Yeah. So we have about eight questions. Rapid. I, might, I might have one or two to interject in there, too. Perfect. So yeah. we'll have eight to ten. <laughs> and then at the very end, we always ask, what's your favorite bocce moment? And that moment could be a shot, uh, you know, something you know, with a family member, whatever it may be. All right, here we go. Favorite Italian dish? I would have to say that's the opacata. Oh, okay. Nice. Oh, what a, all right. a caper. I like that. <laughs> that's a good yeah. one. I see all you sipping bourbon, so I have to ask. Your favorite bourbon? Angel Zevi. Nice. Have you had that? Uh, yeah, got it back there. This guy, Mike has a whole collection <laughs> back I guess here. everything you could eat, even the stuff you can't get. <laughs> Favorite courts to play on other than Molasani? I would have to say Palazzo de Bacci. There I mean, you go. Yeah. Heck yeah. For sure. Do you like pointing or shooting? You know, I, 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 uh, it's a long-winded answer here, but you guys may not know me as as well. Yeah, I mean, I played. I usually, sh- I'm a, usually a shooter. You look like a shooter. But, <laughs> but I, but I, I love That's a compliment. Point. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I bust my teammates' chops that I'm the best pointer on the team. <laughs> so, so, but. I, I guess I'm 50-50. You can, I'm that, 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 that's I mean, hilarious. In short, you're good. You can do it both. I'll say I'll answer yeah, for I, you. I, answer I, don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm good, but... <laughs> <laughs> do you like... Okay, so before I ask this, I assume you're a Cleveland sports fan? Yes, I am. Favorite Cleveland sports team? Browns. Here we go, Brownies. Love it. Here we go. La, favorite part about Club Molasani? I would say it's the the people. Hmm. I, I think it's just, you know, I've met so many great people there. Uh, you know, the friendships I have with so many people there are just unbelievable. And it's not just on a bocce court. It's, you know, I could be smoking a cigar in the cigar room with them. I could be playing cards with them. I could just be sitting at the bar bullshitting with them. Mm-hmm. It's it's bar bar none. The people there are are just top notch. Would you accept LeBron James if he came back to the Cavaliers? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I had, I had to ask. I had to ask. What else? You have one more. Uh, you have one, and then I have another one. All right, I have one more. Let me see if it can uh, creep back in my memory. Um. I said, and just go to yours. yours. Okay. Yours is over, way better. All right, here we go. And you have to answer this. Truthfully. Okay. I mean, <laughs> the best bocce player at Club Molasani. I'm excluded, right? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're number, <laughs> or the second best yeah, player. Second best. <laughs> Next to, there you go. There you go. 
I would have to sit. Well, I think it would have to be Frank DeSillo. Uh, I mean, you guys all know him as a shooter, but I think he's got so much better in pointing. I mean, his pointing. I mean, it, you know how a game goes. You're, you're a shooter. You haven't you haven't pointed mm-hmm. all game, and now you got to come in for that point. And you know how many times people leave that point on the table because oh, they gosh, they yeah. can't make a two foot point. Mm-hmm. I think he's got so much better. I mean, to me, Frank is there, and then I would say Sal Santillo. I mean, he he's back to back singles uh, Both champion of them at Club Olisani. He just he's he they're they're oh. IHW right there. <laughs> I saw it. I barely see the top of it. He, you can barely see the top of it, and he called it out. For those of you guys listening, obviously you can't watch it. I was trying to be slick. We had a, empty. I'm empty on my bourbon. It was the IW Harper here. All right, so yeah, it's a canter bottle. I'm sorry. I call yeah. it IHW, whatever. No, you're IW right. Harper. So you guys, Mike definitely has to come down. You guys definitely have to meet. You have to get a team. It's yeah, solidified. We'll it. we'll solidified. It. So... Uh, Back to your question. I mean, we got a lot of great players. I mean, we. I mean, it, it's like, you know, the whole adage: any given Sunday, uh, we've got people that can play. And uh, you know, there we. I don't. I don't think we have any shortage of players. I mean, uh, you know, you know, Jason Melrano, great pointer. The guy could shoot. I mean, young kid. I mean, there's just there's just a lot of good. Yeah, hard to pick. one. We always people. enjoy yeah. asking that question because we know it's a tough question, and there's never there's not really a wrong answer when you get into that top five or and may probably include yeah. one top ten, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, we, we get that for sure. And, and the people, you, the two people you mentioned, I think they're both back to back winners. I think. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is not. I think Frank won the, the two years before, yeah. and then uh, Sal won. So yeah. I mean. I mean, Sal, he's a steady player, man. And, and he's a great player to play with. I mean, uh, we have a lot of new members that have played with Sal over the years. And he's just very patient with them and really helped them elevate their games as well. So, nice. uh, again, it's, it's, it's tough. So. Yeah. All right. And then the last question is your favorite bocce moment. Or, or, or memory. Memory. One of your favorites. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty easy for me. So, Ooh, okay. like I said, my father mm-hmm. passed away in 2015. Uh, Brian Polance, who you guys may or may not know, yep. uh, he was playing on my team that year. And his brother passed away two days after my father passed away. So, Brian calls me two days before the tournament. Hey, Lou, what do you want to do? Do you want to play in the tournament, not play in the tournament? And, you know, I go, Brian, you know, we, we should play. But, you know, if you don't want to play, I understand. I mean, it's just so we ended up playing and we went undefeated and won the championship uh, at Mayfield. So, you know, in honor of my dad up in heaven oh, and Brian's brother, Dan, and up in I heaven. Mean, yeah, I we mean, both have chills right now. We both have goosebumps I, right now. I mean, that was, it was unbelievable. I mean, I, 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 you know, we're actually, we're talking about this. Uh, we, we played together on, on Monday night at the Wycliffe INA and, 
you know, after we play bocce, we sit around and have a few drinks and smoke a cigar or whatever. And Brian and I were talking about this and I, I, I told him this, I go, that's, I, I, I still, it's still engraved in my mind those last few frames where we ended up winning that game. And it was like, it was, uh, you know, somebody was looking over, over us. So, yeah. you know, that, that for me is easy. So yeah, 100%. I mean, that's, that's beautiful. I think, uh, that deserves Another one. one more salute. Yeah. That's amazing. That. Thank you, Lou. We appreciate you yeah. for coming on. I cannot honestly, uh, I really mean it when I say that after this conversation we've had, I'm even more, I couldn't believe it, but I'm more excited looking forward to, uh, two weekends from now. Uh, Club Molasani. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna get Mike over there. Yeah, I mean, I'm coming without either, with or without a team. I love that. Just, yeah. I, I like the. We'll whole get you a team. We'll get you a team. Wine drinking and Mike's enjoying Mike's, the Italian camaraderie. Yeah, yeah. Mike's the one of the main reasons why Dante and I love the Italian, our <laughs> Columbus Italian Club so much because when you talk about traditions and and keeping those alive, I mean, he's he's the one pushing that, mm-hmm. and and it, it you know comes back to us and we we want to we love to do it we don't know how to make (laughs) the wine so So. we just need someone to tell us how to how to smash the grapes and we'll do it you know (laughs) but it's no but it's all good i look forward to seeing all you guys uh in a couple weeks here and uh i you know it's my been my pleasure to be on uh your podcast and thank you for all you guys do for for the bocce community i mean it's it's huge i mean i i mean i've been around the game for 30 some years and you know, I, I could never imagine that we would be where we're at today in terms of where we're at. But, uh, you know, we just got to get more young kids involved. You know, and I try to get my kids involved. And as you guys kind of evolve the game, I think it's it's fantastic. So, Definitely. Well, we want to do one of those 40. Salute to you guys. Salute to you. Thank yes. you. Thank salute. you so much. I appreciate all the kind words. Appreciate it. We want to do a 40 and under tournament in Cleveland. So when we do that, your kids are going to have to be a part of that I'll, for sure i'll make sure i'll make sure they're they're involved so. yeah we might need club molasani too, yeah, so. that, yeah. <laughs> that would be great we'll we'll, we'll, we'll offer that no problem that'd we'll, be we'll beautiful talk, we'll talk, we'll talk. all right well thanks no again problem. lou we really right, appreciate guys, it take care. take care thank you see you next week and that wraps up episode 23 guys if you made it this far we really appreciate it as always follow us on all social media platforms at the bocce bros for all of your bocce needs including tournament and apparel please uh go on the bocce bros dot com or reach out to us dm us we'll we'll be able to assist you that way as well guys uh so we really appreciate it and we'll see you guys soon